Blog Talk Radio. Come get you live. It is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy starts now. Hi, good morning. Welcome to a new edition of Buzzworthy Radio on this Monday, July 26th. 2010. It's 9.30 a.m. Eastern, 6.30 a.m. Pacific time here on blogtalkradio.com and on www.buzzwordyradio.net. I'm your host, Nabel J. Lee. We are going to be joined by, in just a few moments, by Dateline NBC's Kate Snow. This is a very uh, good topic that we're going to be discussing this morning. She's actually going to be coming here and discussing about the reports of missing seven-year-old Karen Horman. Uh, she's going to be reporting this from inside the family circle, and she's going to be talking to the um, biological parents of, of Kyron, Kane, and Desiree. And um, she's going to be also speaking exclusively to Desiree and her husband, Tony, and they're going to be bringing a course of action to us as to what's going on with this case. So we're going to be talking to her about that in just a few moments. She'll be calling in on the line, and we'll definitely find out exactly what's going on. I believe this is supposed to air today. Is this supposed to air today? Yeah, it's today, uh, which I'm surprised about because I know Dateline airs on Fridays. But I do believe it's supposed to air today, but I'm definitely going to find out for sure once we get her on the line exactly when it's supposed to air. I believe she's with us right now. Kate Snow from Dateline NBC is joining us on the line. Oh, she just hung up. Uh, call back in. Call back in. We'll definitely uh, bring you back on the line. I don't know what happened here, but I did see you on here. So we'll definitely uh, bring her back on the line as soon as I get her back on the phone line. But it, it's a very, it was a very, uh, when I saw the topic that we were going to talk to her about today, I definitely wanted to do this interview because I definitely have never done one of these kind of shows before. So it was definitely very, it definitely piqued my interest and it definitely wanted me to uh, see exactly what I could do with this interview and what I can uh, find out as far as how this goes. So it's going to be, it's going to be quite interesting. So we're just waiting for her to try to dial the number back in again because I saw that she was here and I don't know what happened, but I believe that uh, maybe there was a, Something happened on the line, and uh, something the call managed to drop. But we are waiting for her to call back, so we're just waiting for her to call back into the show. But I want to give you a heads up as to what's going on the rest of the week. Up, oh, scratch that. We'll do that at the end of the show. She's joining us back on the line again. <laughs> Kate Snow is joining us this morning. How are you, Jenny? Hi. Hi. Hi, is this Kate? This is Kate. Hi, how are you? Good morning. Thank you for joining us. I'm well, thanks. Sorry about that. I was talking to someone else. That's okay. Um, I'm glad that you were able to make it here this morning. And um, we definitely, when I saw the topic that was going to be discussed today, I definitely wanted to uh, um, definitely have you on this morning to talk about this. And uh, definitely wanted to double check, is this? Before we get into it, is this supposed to air tonight on Dateline yes. NBC? This is yes, supposed to air tonight. Ten- well, I wouldn't even say supposed to. This will air tonight. Uh, Dateline NBC, 10 Eastern and 10 West Coast, 9 Central. 
Okay, good. All right. Definitely wanted to make sure um, I, I got that I got that squared away. Uh, yeah, basically, basically, for those of you who are just joining us right now this morning, uh, Kate Snow is reporting uh, from inside the family circle of missing seven-year-old Kyron Foreman. If those, if, for those that do not know about this, can we get uh, can we delve into a little bit of exactly sure. who, uh, about this uh, situation? Yeah, let me give you the, the quick background. You've probably seen it, even if you don't know his name, you've probably seen his picture. Kyron Horman is a seven-year-old boy. He's got glasses and blonde hair, and he's um, crooked smile. He's missing some teeth. And he's standing, the famous photo now is he's standing in front of a red-eyed tree frog science exhibit at his school. That's the last time anybody saw him. That was seven weeks ago in Portland, Oregon, little school outside of Portland. The stepmother, Terry Horman, took him to school that day, and she says the last she saw him was at 8.45 in the morning walking mm-hmm. off to his classroom. They go to meet the bus that afternoon, the dad and the stepmom, and Kyron's not on the bus, and no one knows wow. where he is. And at first, this is a family where there's a, a dad and mom, birth parents, that broke up right around when Kyron was born, and they each remarried. So there are four parents involved, right, the mom and dad, right. stepmom, stepdad. At first, the four of them are uni- united front, and they come out together. About a week into the case, they, they came out and pleaded for, for help, for information. Um, but as the time went on, and what we chronicle tonight in Dateline is – the family separate, the family split three against one. So now we're at a point where the mother, father, and stepfather firmly believe, and they tell it to Dateline tonight, that they firmly believe that Terry Horman, the stepmother, the last to see Kyron, is involved and had something to do with his disappearance. They also believe that she had help. Um, and really? They want, yeah, and they want her to be more open with investigators. I should I should note, she's not been charged. She's not named as a suspect. She's not even named as a right. person of interest by the police out in Portland. However, we know from our sources that you know police are clearly focusing in on her. Right. So basically she's just under suspicion. Nothing as basically... Like but no, nothing's nothing. formal. Nothing's formal. But uh, even over the weekend, we learned that from KGWR affiliate out in Portland that... Uh, they're looking at her friends now. So they, they've, her, her inner circle has been shrinking and shrinking and shrinking, and now the few people that were still talking to her have had their homes searched, and some of, them, some of them have been given polygraph tests at this point. Okay. And you actually spoke to all the four parents that are involved, the biological parents and Not the, the stepmother. Not the stepmother. You have not spoken to the stepmother. No, because Terry Horman, the stepmother, hasn't spoken at all to anyone. She... Uh, if you've been following the case, she actually she came out and stood with everybody in the first couple press conferences, but okay. she never spoke. And then she disip- She went behind closed doors. She got herself a lawyer, and the lawyer had said in court last uh, two weeks ago, the lawyer said that, that this is a witch hunt, uh, and okay. that she has received threats, uh, and that we you know suggesting that people should lay off a little bit. But but other than that, she has right. not spoken. But what we do have is a lot more detail and a lot of information from the other three parents um, who are very now going public with their concerns. And what's really interesting is the stepfather happens to be a police detective himself. So imagine that. Your stepson goes missing, and you're a detective, and you're sitting there in the home, and you're seeing things that raise your eyebrows as a detective. So he describes why he, even the first day that Kyron went missing, he had suspicions about the stepmother Terry. That's very interesting. With all of that you just said, because 
she just st- she basically just stood in the background, and now she and now all of a sudden she's not wanting to speak. She's not want to, she doesn't want to come out of hiding. She doesn't want to say anything. Wouldn't that make you just look at this person and go, why is that? Why is she just sitting here on the sidelines doing absolutely nothing? Well, that's what that's what the birth parents and the stepfather are saying. Why would she not tell them everything she knows? This is her child too. Um, you know, I. I I have no idea what her motivation is, and and we've obviously we've reached out time and again we've reached out to her attorney and all of, you know her friends we've been trying to reach out to as well to to hear her side of the story, but but frankly she's just not talking. That's very that's very odd about that whole entire thing. And when you talk when you talk to uh, when you talk to Tony and Desiree and and Kane. Um, uh, which we're which we're going to see tonight. Uh, basically, when you did sit down and speak with them, um, how was their demeanor throughout the entire time? Like, was it basically was right. it out besides the fact that they want to go ahead and find and find and find the boy? Um, what was what was their demeanor about as to bringing everybody to justice and everything like that? Do they really want to yeah. go ahead? The first time further? I sat down, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. The, the the first interview that I did was with the two birth parents, so um, Kane and Desiree. And I was actually surprised uh, at how level they were at that point. I mean, they, they were just determined at that point to mm-hmm. to find their boy and to get Terry to – at that point, they had already turned the corner against her, and they were they, they really wanted her to speak out. And they, they weren't weeping and sad. They, they they said to me, we've been through that. Not that they weren't still sad, but they, right. they'd been through the sort of catharsis of crying every single day, and now they were just angry. They were just angry. They just really want answers. They firmly believe, all three of them, fir- firmly believe that he's out there, that he's alive somewhere, um, and that he's just being held somewhere. And that someone has information, so that's why they agreed to even to sit down with us. But yeah, I was impressed by how they they held it together. I, I don't know that I would be the same way if my seven year old went missing. No, oh, absolutely, absolutely. But as you said, you know, they've been through that. They now just want to. They now want to find him. They want to bring him home, and they just want answers now. Now is the time. They just want to get answers. They want to find him. Yeah. This is what they're working on. And I think they're right they're enormous they're enormously frustrated as well. Not with not with law enforcement, and they they feel good with, with about how the investigation has gone. And again, Tony, being a detective himself, has watched this very closely, and he said they're doing the right things. They're they're crossing all their T's and dotting all their I's and making sure that they have evidence before they move against anyone. But but at the same time, you can't help as a parent but feel frustrated that it's been seven weeks. My goodness, seven it's, weeks. It's crazy. Yeah, absolutely, and. I, like I said, if this was my child, I, I probably wouldn't hold it together as much as they are right now, but I definitely would feel exactly the same way as feeling anger and everything like that. And if if the stepmother has answers that she just doesn't, you know, I would I would probably do the same thing, like try to go ahead and try to get answers out of her. But, again, you're basically being sideswiped by the attorney saying to back off, you can't talk to her and all that other stuff, again, which is going to raise my suspicions even more. About this well, lady, on the other I'm... hand, just to, to 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 be fair, whenever anybody gets a lawyer, what's the first advice you usually get from your lawyer? Don't talk. <laughs> Don't um, talk. Yes, so right. To be fair, I mean, it is entirely possible that she's innocent of everything they're saying, and that she's just trying to figure out her strategy with her lawyer and how to how to, you know, how to fight off charges. It's entirely possible. It is possible. Right. 
It is possible. It still it still it still garners questions, but it, it is possible. Well, uh, what we haven't gotten into is is all the twists and turns that read like a movie script in this case too. That there's an allegation that she tried to hire someone last fall to kill her husband. So there are there are some things that raise a lot of red flags. Um, but I'll leave it at that. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> That's a great way to end this conversation. Now everybody. you'll have to watch. Right. Now we will have to watch. It airs tonight on NBC uh, tonight at 10, correct? That's right. 10 Eastern, 9 10 Central. Eastern. 10 Eastern, 9 Central on NBC. Kate Snow, everybody, thank you very much for um, coming this morning and sharing your thoughts on this case. Absolutely. Take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. We are going to be back tomorrow, I believe. Yes, we are. We are back tomorrow. <laughs> we are going to be back tomorrow at 4.30 p.m. Eastern, 1.30 p.m. Pacific with Finn Whitrock, who plays the role of Damon Miller on ABC Daytime's All My Children. And on Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, we're going to be playing a taped interview that I did with Sharon Case, who plays Sharon Newman on CBS Daytime's The Young and the Restless. She basically talk to us about her jewelry line that she will be premiering on QVC. It's called Pomp, like Pomp and Circumstance. It's called Pomp, and it's going to be aired on QVC August 10th at 2 p.m. Eastern. So make sure you guys check that out with her and her assistant. Uh, that's going to be airing on a Tuesday. Is it a Tuesday? Oh, my gosh. I don't even know what my days are anymore. That's just how bad this is, folks. I don't even know where, where, where it comes and goes. It's a tu- Yeah, it's a Tuesday. So make sure you guys check that out on QVC. But for now, I am signing off. I'm the Belgian Navy. Make sure you guys get the latest buzz with Buzzworthy Radio. We'll see you guys tomorrow at 4.30 p.m. Eastern with Finn Wittrop. Take care. Bye-bye. Can't get enough of Buzzworthy Radio. Log on now to www.buzzworthyradio.net to get the latest news on upcoming guests, past shows, and videos of all your favorite stars. Keep getting the latest buzz with Buzzworthy.